Hello and welcome to Eden Exchanges, the business journey podcast by Eden Exchange. Today we spoke to Jenny Marsh, who was the director of ATM2Go, a modern-day ATM service franchise available across Australia. Listen as Jenny delves into her career prior to ATM2Go, the story of why ATM2Go was created, what the business has to offer, and who would suit an ATM2Go franchise business. Listen on to find out more. Welcome everyone. My name is Ellen Rogers from the Eden Exchange team. Today our guest speaker is Jenny Marsh, who is the director at ATM2Go, a modern day mobile ATM service franchise available across Australia. Thank you for joining us today, Jenny. Thanks for having me, Ellen. All right, now to start off with, could you tell us about your professional background and how you first became involved with ATM2Go? What is your current role? Sure. Uh, my background is actually in marketing and property management. Uh, Andrew, my husband, and my business partner has a background in the ATM industry going back over 20 years when generic branded ATMs actually entered the Australian market. So between us, we've got the technical and commercial skills to run our own ATM business and to support our franchisees. Our business started back in 2011, when at the time technology changed, giving us the ability to take the ATMs mobile. So this was to do with the communications. Uh, whereas previously the communications had to run through a phone line, with the introduction of wireless modems, this allowed much more flexibility to be able to provide an Amman event ATM service. So my current role at atm to go is the Managing Director, so I oversee the business growth and development. And what sparked the idea behind atm to go How did the business move from inception to reality? Well, I was working in our to a local school and the, and the school was basically saying, you know, what can you do for the local school fate? And we said, well, we can provide an ATM. And no one had thought to provide an ATM at a school fate before. We had the ATM weighted down with some Bessa blocks and we stood by the ATM and minded it all day. It was really quite comical when I look back at it. At the time, because we were, had to be connected to a phone line, the ATM was outside the school office, which was completely the wrong spot for anyone to find it, but they did. Uh, the first fake there dispensed over $7,000 and considering it was a completely novel concept, we were over the moon with the results. Um, and I don't know if you know how school fakes work, but all the other local conveners turn up to school fakes to see what the local schools do well and what ideas they can copy for their school fake. So suddenly we had all of the schools on the north side of Brisbane wanting an ATM. So at this stage, providing ATMs for school fakes was, was a side hustle. So despite the fact we were regularly providing this service, the concept of turning it into, into a full-time business just wasn't on the cards. It wasn't until about two years later when we had access to the wireless modems that we started considering how we could really make these ATMs mobile and work for us at all sorts of events. Okay, so the business began in April 2011 at the local Mundi Markets. Other than that trending performance that happened, how was the first event? How did it perceive after you started seeing your idea being copied or interest started to gather? The first market was absolutely insane. It was also Easter Saturday, so of all the, the you know Saturdays to pick throughout the year, we picked the busiest Saturday at your Monday markets. So we sat there again all day watching it with pride because, you know, when you start a new business, it's all very exciting. So at this stage, we built a trailer. So we had the two ATMs on the, on the trailer and literally the whole thing had only been signed within the day before. So we were very green. Um, so at one stage, we had one guy taking photos of the trailer. So I'm nudging Andrew saying, you know, go over and talk to this guy. What's the story? 
Um, he asked lots of questions. He went away. He actually looked up our website at the time um, and he came back, asked more questions. Then he wanted to buy a trailer. So this guy actually became our first franchisee. So the first day we took out our trailer, uh, the ball started rolling very quickly. So clearly the concept of franchising was not something we'd considered prior to this first event. Uh, but the inquiry got us looking into how we could provide this service, you know, on a bigger scale. Uh, we had a few false starts with different lawyers that weren't quite right for us, but eventually we found a lawyer who gave us some good advice and we started down the, uh, the journey of franchising. Okay, so we've been talking a little bit about how the business began. What is ATM to go exactly and what makes it a unique franchise opportunity? We're in, well, we, we do a lot of events, obviously, but, but we're very unique. That Unlike many event providers, um, our business doesn't require the labour that most of these businesses do. So if you compare us to, say, the coffee or the food vans, they'd have to have at least one staff member there working all day, if not more than one staff member. Uh, we don't have someone on site for the duration of the event. The labour is in the setup and the pack-up, but the rest of the time we actually manage our business from our phone. Um, so we can actually see, you know, how many notes are left in there, how many transactions it's doing, whether the ATMs are up. We don't have to be on site. We can just do it all from our phone. So this drop-and-go model means that our franchisees can attend multiple events at once, which is really where we see our franchisees' profits soar. Um, and unlike many small businesses that are committed to certain hours with a shop front, our franchisees manage their own time. They work their own hours uh, when they need to and when they're doing their admin, they can just do this from home at a time that suits them. So our franchisees enjoy a great lifestyle. They you know, manage their work commitments around other things that are important in their life, whether that's their other business opportunities or their family commitments. With such a huge success from day one, are you looking to expand the business internationally? Are there any international events that have piqued your interest? There's certainly plenty of international events that have piqued our interest, but um, running this business internationally has its challenges. So in each country, you need to have an agreement with a processor, process the banking transactions in the background. So it's not as easy as just turning up and starting a business in another country. Um, New Zealand is certainly on our radar, but that will be the limit of where we'll actually head internationally, uh, just too hard otherwise. Okay. Um of course, we see a lot of your ATMs at festivals and local markets and travelling shows and large-scale events nationally. Are you the only supplier of mobile ATMs in the market at the moment? I'd love to be the only provider of ATMs at the moment, but no, we're not. Um, since we started, uh, we've had plenty of competitors that have entered the market. So we were certainly one of the first few people that provided event ATMs. Again, because of that technology change, it, it kind of all started at once. Um, so look, many of these people have copied our trailer along the, on the line, um, which we consider the ultimate form of flattery, um, that we're obviously doing a great job. But it's not the design of the trailer that's going to make or uh, break an ATM business. So we normally charge to attend events. New competitors normally come in and offer the same service for nothing. Uh, undercutting only works if you're providing the same level of service and, and it's just not the case. You know, a lot of these people are coming into the market without any sort of technical expertise and certainly without any technical support when things go wrong. Um, an event organiser will quickly work out that if you pay nothing, you often end up with nothing. Um, there's often not the same commitment that we have to providing a quality service. The attitude of some of these guys being that I gave you this service for nothing, so you'll be grateful for what you get. Um, so whether they run out of cash midway through a, an event is neither here nor there to them. You didn't pay to have my services here, so you know, be grateful that you got you know 
a, a couple of hours work out of them sort of thing. Um, our biggest advantage is that we have a team of people who work together. It's, it's always Murphy's fault that there's always a load of events on the same weekend. Um, in Brisbane, we've got nine franchisees on the ground and our team work together really well to cover all of these events. So um, a, a local franchisee may have too much work in their territory. They farm it out to another local franchisee um, So because they've just got more work than they can physically do themselves. So it's a win-win for the whole team. Um, so with so much momentum, so and that's 17 franchisees that we've got at the moment, promoting the brand and securing new business, our franchisees are normally really busy. And with other team members that they can turn to for help, it really fosters a great team environment. But despite the fact that they work independently, they don't feel like they're in business alone. Okay, so that touches on our next question. You've mentioned a little bit about how you operate the business on site. You said it was mostly mobile and they don't have to actually be on site while the service is being utilized. You've mentioned a little bit about the support and the training available. How independent do your franchises operate and how involved are you as the, in the director as the day-to-day -day goes? Um, our franchisees do run their businesses independently. Um, obviously, the degree of independence is depending on the franchisee and where they are in the business life cycle. Uh, new franchisees, we like to, to do a lot of hand-holding for a good 6 to 12 months, just so they've got the best chance of success. Um, as skill sets develop, most franchisees just naturally become more independent. Uh, we regularly communicate with our franchisees as well, what's happening to changes in the industry, competitors' activities and things like that. Um, and we also really like to share each other's successes as well to inspire franchisees within the network. So if somebody's had a success at, I don't know, a particular show, like a bird show or something that is a bit of, um, you know, a bit left field sort of thing, well, we kind of share that information within the, the network so somebody else might think that they could go after their local bird show as well which again is not something that might have been one of the first sort of um, events that they would have thought to attend. So all of our premium franchisees also receive leads that come into their territory via calls into our 1300 number and in, uh, that come to us via our website. Certainly as director, I'm not the franchisee's first point of call for technical issues, business or marketing support. Um, I certainly don't want to be their first point of call for their technical issues or they're um, going to be in a lot of trouble. Um, but I'm certainly kept in the loop as to what's happening um, with all of our franchisees. I work in the business every day um, on a day-to-day -day basis, so I've certainly got my finger on the pulse of what's happening in the business. All right, so... Do you need any technical know-how or experience or checks to be a franchisee? What training and support does ATM offer in the beginning? You've mentioned a little bit about how you um, work closely hand with them in the very beginning. Yeah, so you don't actually need any technical experience to operate an ATM. An ATM is what we almost call plug and play. Um, if you were to open an ATM, there's actually very few components to an ATM. Um, so we, we train franchisees how to program and manage their ATMs. We also run over the maintenance side of things so they can keep their equipment in good condition to ensure that they have as few issues as possible. Uh, we don't cover all aspects of what can possibly go wrong with an ATM at initial training as it's normally years before franchisees will have any major uh, issues with their equipment. If they keep up their basic preventative maintenance, they'll have very few issues. Um, our training and support consequently is just ongoing. So we've got videos that cover most of the basic issues regarding, you know, maintenance and cleaning for our um, for the ATMs. But bigger issues often require a process of elimination to, to determine what the issue could be. And this is, you know, this is where people need to work one-on-one -on -one with our techs to actually work out what's wrong with their ATM. 
So there's very few things though that we can't fix over the phone. So you know, once once people are trained in the basics of the the components of the ATM, our technical support can kind of work through them with the over the phone um, to, to kind of resolve any issues. Okay, so as you work with ATMs, the business must be high risk for incidences of loss or damage or theft. I mean must be a worst case nightmare to suddenly look on your phone and find out that the ATM is suddenly moving ever so slowly, whether you're not there. So what insurance has the ATM to go offer its franchisees? Look, first of all, I want to assure you that actually over the last nine years, we have had so few incidences. We've been not so much fortunate, but we're just, you know, we mitigate our risk, I guess you'd say. Um, so the bare minimum that our franchisees have to have in the way of insurance is $20 million in public liability, and you need that to attend any sort of event. Um, but, but we have plenty of insurance options for people to cover their cash and their equipment. So it's up to the individual franchisee to determine the level of risk that they're comfortable with and what's appropriate for them. So we've got heaps of franchisees that do lots of large events, so they've got um, a higher need for cash insurance, whereas other franchisees, like regional franchisees, that majority of their fleet or their business is actually invested in merchant fill machines. So it's not their money that's in the ATM, so the risk is considerably lower. So each uh, we, we deal with each franchisee individually in terms of their needs. We've actually got a great insurance broker. He's been working with us since day one. Um, and again, he has the discussions that, you know, I'm talking about here now in terms of, you know, what, what's most at risk in your business so you get the appropriate cover for you. Okay, so with the growth of new electronic payment devices and swipe funds, what growth potential does an ATM to go franchisee have at hand with a growing cashless economy? Uh, well, you know it's the banks that are talking up a cashless society, right? So they're doing a fabulous job of promoting that. Um, it's very convenient that they push people away from cash payments when they want to quietly remove all of their ATMs that cost them a fortune to support. Um, the less publicised side of the story is that there's plenty of people that live on a budget week to week and they still prefer to have cash so that they can manage their spending and their savings. So without a doubt, the large events we used to attend are certainly not as big as they used to due to cashless alternatives. Um, we have seen a change in our business model over the last two years, which is actually moving away from those big events and more so to fixed sites. Um, with banks pulling out their ATMs, we've received an unprecedented amount of inquiry for ATMs to go into shopping centres that were previously the domain of the bank ATMs. So, you know, there's where, where one door has closed, certainly another door has opened for our business. All right. And what do you love most about the business? What What is it that gets you out of bed in the morning? My hunger to make my business better than it was the day before is what keeps me motivated and working in my business every day. Um, having your own business is not something you switch off from when you go home. It's, it's something that constantly challenges me to do better. Um, it doesn't give me sleepless nights in a bad way. We are, you know, we're very financially secure, but I constantly think of ways that we can do things better or new ideas in action. All right. And do you have any advice for anyone thinking of becoming a franchisee with ATM to go? Is there anything they should consider before becoming a small business owner? 
Look, becoming a small business owner is not for the faint-hearted. Um, there's no safety net. The buck stops with the business owner in terms of its success. Whilst as a franchisor, we provide the support and, and give franchisees every opportunity to make their businesses a success. We certainly need people who are hungry to make success of their own business and who are just as excited about being in business and enjoy the challenge to constantly find new ways to grow and improve their business. So look, our franchisees are actually our best sales people. Um, I'm always happy to give details of our franchisees out to people because they do a great job of selling our business and, and they're the best people to tell us, to tell um, prospective franchisees what they love about the business. Okay, thanks Jenny. This has been an interesting podcast and I'm sure there are some keen listeners out there considering an ATM to go business opportunity. To find out more about the business, you can click on the link under this podcast or alternatively, you can contact us via the contact us box to inquire and one of our team will be in touch ASAP to get the ball rolling. Thanks again, Jenny, for joining us today. We hope you stay in touch and let us know how your business is developing. So until next time. Thanks for having me, Ellen. All right. Eden Exchange is brought to you by the team at Eden Exchange. In this episode, we spoke to Jenny Marsh, who is the director of ATM2Go, a modern-day mobile ATM service franchise available across Australia. To find out more about ATM2Go or discover other episodes by Eaton Exchanges, head to our networking website, businessbuyinvest.com. You can also subscribe to the series on iTunes or Stitches if you're using Android. Find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter and Instagram for recent info on the buying, selling and investing world. Thanks for listening.